Paul says rejoice in the Lord and again I say rejoice. The evidence of the presence of God in our lives is there will be an unspeakable joy always in our hearts. That means the presence is with us. That presence is with us. When the joy of the Lord is the evidence, is the sign, is the mark of the presence of God. Hallelujah. In your presence there is fullness of joy. The Bible says. So in the mark of his presence is fullness of joy. Overflowing joy. Hallelujah. And I tell you a believer can experience the joy of the Lord even in storms and winds. Because I know that joy I have experienced in uh, difficult trials and tests of life. You can still experience that joy. Hallelujah. It's not, <laughs> I am not talking about the joy that you continue to laugh and show people I am, I am joyful. Many people who, who laugh and smile, inside there is no joy, inside there is sorrow, but they show that they are joyful. But that real joy that the Lord gives is unaffected by the circumstance. The circumstance and the situation cannot affect the joy within that the Lord has given us. But if you are if as per the circumstances your joy also changes when the when the situations are hard you are not joyful you are sorrowful so when the circumstances affect your joy that joy is the flesh joy it's not the joy of the lord hallelujah so are we joy are we happy tonight hallelujah okay let's go to the bible now matthew chapter 25 <sighs> Let's open Matthew chapter 25 and let's read uh, verse 15. I will read from verse 15. Uh, and to one he gave five talents, to another two and to another one to each according to his own ability and immediately he went on a journey then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents and likewise he who had received two gained two more also but he who had received one went and dug into in the ground and hid his lord's money after a long, long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. Okay, so here Jesus is teaching the people and Jesus is teaching through a parable. The parable is the kingdom of heaven, signifies the kingdom of heaven. In verse 14, it says, for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. Now, in this parable, the man or the master uh, and his three servants are being focused on this parable. The master and his three servants. So, we know that the master signifies Jesus Christ. The master signifies God. And the three servants signifies us, the believers, who are supposed to be servants to the master. Okay? Stay with me. Now, the Bible, the parable says that the in verse, in verse 15 that there were three servants. To the first servant he gave five talents. To the second servant, servant he gave two talents. And to the third one he gave one talent. So each one was given differently. The first one was given more. The second one was given an average amount. And the third one was given the least. Why? It so happened because the next part of the scripture says to each according to his own ability. Okay. So the master knew the ability of the servants and he gave them as per the ability of the of his servants. He knew oh, oh, if, I, if I give this person this much, he will not be able to manage it. So I will give him less. Oh, this person, I know that this guy is faithful. So I can invest more on his life. So let me give you more. So, so let us start off with today's message. 
and see what god has to speak to us god wants to speak to us on the on the lines of servanthood okay and point number 1 is god gives us as per our ability he knows our ability and god gives us as per our ability now the it it is not that the lord give wants to give us less he wants to give us a lot of things in terms of everything you know in every aspect like finances he wants to bless us prosper us in terms of ministry he wants to bless you with a lot of gifts he want to bless you with the the gifts of the spirit he wants to give you a lot of things okay in every aspect the lord wants to give in abundance to his children but uh, currently he will look at your ability and to the level of your faithfulness and give you as per your ability okay are we together so god gives you as per your ability to handle it because he knows how much i can invest on this person now as of now how much ability stature capacity he has built in in uh, with me and how much he can take care of and manage okay and he will give that person as per the ability point number 2 is everything in this kingdom we are talking about the kingdom of god okay now the kingdom of god is totally different and in contrast from the kingdom of the world we cannot apply the marketing strategies of the world in the church we cannot apply the business ideas that the world does to bring people to attract customers we cannot apply that here in this kingdom okay we cannot read that book called uh, rich dad and poor dad and apply it in our lives no 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 we have to read the bible and stick to the principles of the word of god are we together so in this kingdom everything that looks big originally it starts from small in this kingdom everything that looks big originally it starts from very small very small and when that's okay and the the things of god will not will not prosper without the hands of his servants god if you if he wants to prosper one of his plans he will give that in the hands of one of his servants for it to start to increase but he will not give the big one he will give a very small one what does the bible says the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which is the smallest of all the seeds but when it is sown and when it after many years it grows it grows into one of the biggest trees with big branches and the birds of the air and come under it to find shade that is how the kingdom operates it starts very small and god will start and that small thing that the lord gave in the hands of his servant remember the 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 wedding of cana what jesus told jesus told take that water from the stone pots and take it to the master of the fee- feast and the water turned into the wine when it went into the hands of the servants so god needs your managing skills in the kingdom to start prospering and increasing what he wants to make big he wants your faithfulness are we understanding okay so that small thing god will first give you one and see how you manage that one and then when you have managed it well he will give you two so first of all god will give in your hands to prosper the things he wants to prosper and it will not prosper overnight it will take years because it's there is a process of testing there is a process of testing of your faithfulness of my faithfulness of how we handle those things in terms of i am talking in every aspect in terms of ministry finances or whatever things god gives us okay he gives us in our hands small and when we start to become faithful with that small he will increase when we start to become faithful with this he will increase he will increase he will increase so everything in this kingdom that is very big starts with small things okay when you read one of the book of the prophets i think the prophet uh, uh, the prophet uh, hagai the book of the prophet hagai there you will find that 
the it says i don't have time to go there now it's god says that i will not despise your small beginnings okay god does not and there he says that my eyes are focused on the small work you are doing can i can i tell you a revelation when you read the bible you will see a pattern in the bible you will not find the lord you will not find the holy spirit among the crowds you will find the holy spirit in individuals or in small groups for example for example on the day of pentecost it, it the bible says the holy spirit came when on the day of pentecost pentecost is a festival and crowds were gathered in the marketplaces so they were all enjoying the festival outside people from all the nations came in jerusalem why to enjoy the festival of pentecost okay everyone were, were there in the marketplace and roaming around and the crowds were outside but the holy spirit came on the small group of people that were in the upper room and the nations by the way that is that is the prophecy fulfillment of micah chapter 4 where the bible says the nations shall flow to the mountain there were the nations cretans arabians and all those people and the all nations started to flow to that place where the holy spirit came so the holy spirit originates a revival with a few number of people all those who knew know about the azusa street revival that revival that became so big it started with few people i think four or five people if i am not wrong who gathered in the in a living room of someone's house and the lord visited them the holy spirit visited them those four or five people there okay so so there are numerous examples in the bible where the holy spirit the lord visits so what i am trying to say is the lord does not despises your small beginnings the lord <laughs> we think the holy spirit is only in the mega churches no the holy spirit even when two even two gather together in my name there will be i in their midst hallelujah read the history of revival and revival started from a small group it it never started from a crowd it always started small hallelujah okay so <clears throat> everything in the kingdom of god starts small but it is the opposite in the kingdom of the devil the devil starts at big and he does not test people's faithfulness before giving them the authority he just gives people the authority even if they are not uh, eligible or qualified to handle it he just gives people the authority you will see that in the hollywood some of them who have no talent who don't know even to sing but their albums their music is on the top of the list why the devil gave them authority without skills yes so for example he came to jesus and he told jesus i right now if you just bow down to me and sell your soul to me i can give you all the authorities of the world the kingdom of kingdoms of the earth you see just right now i don't have any process for you you can bypass the process of your father and just give get it very fast that is how the devil gives that is how the kingdom of the world the demonic kingdom operates so the devil does not test your faithfulness he does not wants to go, take you through processes what he wants is your soul and when you sell your soul to the devil he will give you a lot he will give you you will start big i am telling you you can become a millionaire overnight overnight you can become a big gospel music artist overnight i i know in the realms of the spirit many gospel music artists have sold their souls to de- to, to the devil to have a big ministry many pastors have signed a contract with their blood with the devil to have a big ministry if you want things fast if people want things fast they go to the devil he can give not a small mustard seed he can he can as well give the tree without a seed but what happens in that because that thing that you received from the devil that thing that people receive from the devil which is very big okay that's impressive that is praiseworthy people will look at you oh my god this man has pro- this man has prospered so quickly oh my god and people will appreciate you there will be fame there will be money all sorts of thing that you wanted 
but but that will not last long because it did not originate from a small seed it does not have roots but when you pass the process of god and with time you start to increase no wind no storm no flood can put you down because you went through process and you have found your roots deep inside so that 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 thing that you have built up on god's word cannot be shaken amen hallelujah <clears throat> if you are with me raise your hands and say amen okay so that is the difference i am talking about uh between the demonic kingdom and and god's kingdom the people who go through process and start increasing by faithfulness to god those things that they have cannot be uprooted by anyone okay because they have gone through process for example how many of you drink wine uh, no one will tell okay you don't want to tell <laughs> so wine is wine is uh, so tasty because it goes through a fermented process but it's not like a like a coca cola like a coke so it is it can be prepared very fast within seconds so wine is different the taste is different because it goes through a process so that's why it has more value than a coke the coke is in india the coke i don't know in in the us or canada but the coke is less expensive very le- anyone can buy it even a beggar can buy go to the store and buy a coke and drink it but they cannot buy a wine which went through process because when you go through process you acquire value in god's kingdom there is value placed upon your life you are expensive yes hallelujah god i know god shows no partiality but believers in god's kingdom have different statuses some who have went through processes there is a greater value by god placed on there is a price tag oh this person is of value and if there is a greater value on you god will invest on you a lot invest on you a lot even if if the devil tries to have your car meet with an accident and you are admitted in the icu you will come out of the icu hale and hearty because there is a value that you have god cannot lose you oh my god god cannot lose you but a believer from 20 years he is a believer but taking god casually bypassing the processes if he meets with an accident he will you will find him in heaven god don't god does not invest on such people because they have not gone through processes and acquired value and standing with god hallelujah that is why god saved elijah jezebel was going to kill that man and he was also ready to die i am ready to die lord but god told no 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 there is a high value and greater investment placed on you so i cannot lose you now because there is much work assigned to you so you cannot die if you if you are a servant of god who has increased by faithfulness because you have a value tag on your life you cannot die like that you cannot end in in a abrupt way okay hallelujah okay so this is the difference between the uh between god's kingdom and the demonic kingdom okay and uh, so uh, you will ask me if you have a question you will ask me brother uh brother why does the devil gives a lot of things to people without testing them how can they how will they handle it if they don't have the skill the devil does not wants to test the skills of people when he gives a lot of things to them because it is not the person who will handle it the devil will control him the person is like a puppet that's why without any test okay uh, oh uh, we we there is a company open in new york they are hiring anyone just go there fill the form and you will get a uh, they, you will get a weekly salary of uh, $5000 oh you they don't need any qualification they are just hiring and when you join that company what you will find is they have made you a puppet a slave and they are controlling you day and so that is how the devil is 
okay he does not needs any ability any skill any testing because it will not be the person who would manage it the devil will control them and use them as puppet to manage it many of the song that the music artist release the lyrics are not written by their creativity the devil gives them the words the devil gives them the tune are you understanding so there is no no uh, scope of testing their ability because the devil any which ways demonic spirits are going to give them everything but in god's kingdom god does not places a control over you god gives you your free will if today you did not want to come in the meeting and hear the word of god god will not take his hand and push you no go god will not come and slap you why did you not go no he is not like that you have your free will if you want to come to god you come to god if you don't want god gives you your free will he does not controls people are we understanding okay that is so your how much you want to grow on god literally depends on you and me god will not force us the holy spirit will whisper things in our ears but when we reject those words he will not come after that he will just leave i yesterday i talked about the holy spirit but that is how god is but the devil controls and forces himself why do you think whenever the bible speaks about demonic spirit it speaks about demons possessing demonic possession that he was demon possessed because possession is by is by force against the will of a person and whenever it talks about the holy spirit it does not the holy spirit possess them god possess them no it says the holy spirit fills them fills them that means as per their will when they invite it invite the holy spirit it fills but demons do it by force god does it by your will if you say yes okay you invite god he will come he is a gentleman otherwise he will not come <laughs> in in, uh, in but ra- uh, but uh, on the on the contrary the devil is not a gentleman he is a shameless guy if even if you don't invite him he will come <laughs> he is a shameless entity amen hallelujah okay so let's go ahead matthews chapter 25 we are on matthews chapter 25 already now so we saw that god gave them as per their ability there were three servants and um, so to one he gave five to another he gave two to another he gave one as per their ability okay now what happened is the bible says that the first two started working on the talents that they received they uh, the first one worked on that five talents traded the five talents invested his time invested his energy on those talents worked on the talents and gained five more talents the second one worked invested their time and energy on the talents and gained two more talents but the third one third one did not do anything did not do anything with the talent what he did is dug dug in the ground and went and hid his lord's money okay what now why this different mentalities let's go into that revelation which is very very profound and very very life transforming listen to me now now you have to realize and you have to um you have to pay attention to what the lord said the lord said the lord only gave the talents okay but he did not say that okay if you work on the talents and do this and multiply this talents you will get a share or you will get a reward or you will get a salary he did not promise them any returns the servants he did not what promise them any returns any be- benefits or any type of a fixed salary if they do the job he just gave them the talents and went that is how god is and the good thing about the first and the second servant is they still worked on the talents invested their time invested their energy even that even if there was nothing for them to gain from those from that work why they did that if there was no returns from the for them promised to them they just did it to please their master they just did it so that the master's finances will increase 
they just did and worked on their talents so that the the master's kingdom will be benefited only because only to benefit please and make their master happy they worked on those talents okay are we understanding but the third one did not work on the talents we will see because there was no gain out of those out of that work for him the third servant he would not receive anything from that work that's why he did not work on those talent and that was was his opinion and his reasoning when the master came back okay we will see that in the next verses let's read verse 19 after a long time the lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them so he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents saying lord delivered to me five talents look i have gained five more talents beside them and what the lord lord says in words verse 21 his lord said to him well done good and faithful servant you were faithful over a few things i will make you a ruler over many things enter into the joy of the lord okay stay with me verse 22 he also who had received two talents came and said lord you delivered to me two talents look i have gained two more talents besides them his lord said to him well done good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a few things i will make you ruler over many things enter into the joy of the lord of your lord hallelujah listen to me carefully when you serve the lord without any expectation or benefits for your own self you will serve the lord with joy service to the lord shall shall follow joy there should be any time in your in your ministry when you are serving the lord the joy is missing there is something wrong in your life you are expecting a lot i know servants of god even if they pray for 5 minutes for someone they charge money for those 5 minutes per minute anything they do i i i explained to you long time back did you do you remember the spirit of belam that is a spirit of belam any which ways we will not go into that anything they do oh lord i i gave my life to you i did this for you i did that for you can't you do this for me it's it's a give and take transaction they are doing a business with god on worldly levels but the listen to me carefully listen to me carefully ministry has to be done without expectation in ministry you god does not promises you a fixed income or a fixed salary are we understanding write it down god will never promise you every month i will pay you so much he will never promise you that in this ministry in this kingdom god does not gives fixed salary he gives rewards which is better than salary yes he gives rewards you are rewarded you are increased and you are joyful in this service hallelujah have you have you worked in a corporate i i have worked i i joined the corporate because i did not have money at the age of 19 to go ahead with my merchant navy engineering so i had to leave the college because that is the time i encountered god in my navy college jesus encountered me changed my life and the lord told me leave the college go back to your home because god's plan was not for me on the ship to get, earn a lot of money god's plan for me was to serve him and to understand a life of faith so he called me back and at the age of 19 i started working i started working i resigned my job uh, for full time ministry at 26 when i was 26 for so for seven odd years i worked continuously and i i saw people i saw people in the office in the corporate who would not want to come to work but still they have to work why because they need the salary <laughs> they need the money yes that that is how our life becomes when we want to earn money uh, we hate our job oh my god we don't even like to go to a job but we have to go to a job just because the job will give us a salary a fixed income right hallelujah but the kingdom of god is not like that 
you serve god without expectation and what will go, what god will give you is not a salary he will reward you he will increase the things that he has given you in your hands that is what god will start to do that is how we prosper in this kingdom not by increasing our salary not by us re- receiving a fix, fixed income but by living a life of faith that if i am serving god god will never keep my family in lack yes hallelujah so these two servants without wanting any benefits from this master they just wanted to prosper you know to increase the finances of the master they wanted god's kingdom to be extended and they and and when they did that what did the master say first of all first point is because you were faithful over few things i will increase you give you more and second is enter the joy of the lord serving the lord with gladness serving the lord with joy hallelujah ministry as many people think it's not a burden if it's a burden you are taking ministry in the wrong way it's a joy serving the lord hallelujah i have served the lord from a very young age and i have understood this revelations and god the holy spirit changed my life at the age of 26 when the holy spirit encountered me before that ministry was a big burden oh my god for me i did not know things i was not i you, you know at that time at the age of 21 there there were bible competitions and i used to come first in the bible competition because i knew the bible in just two years i read the bible i knew the bible so 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 the elderly people started to withdraw themselves from the competition because they used to come first and then i when i started to come first every year i started to come first so people complained against me in the church oh this guy we don't like that guy yeah really <laughs> there were bible quizzes and bible quizzes i am telling you and people there were conflicts about me because i used to give all the answers in the bible quiz and people my own people will look at me like like a frowny face stop doing that why you are doing that so what happened is the pastor called me come here come here raul you see what is happening i told i what can i do should i tell a lie that i don't know the answer that is wrong what can i do if so he told that okay what let i have i have prepared a plan what to do i told okay go ahead tell me what to do he told i will take you out of the bible competition you don't sit in the competition i will make you the moderator you host the competition so like <laughs> there, there will be no problem <laughs> i knew the bible why i'm telling you this not to glory in myself but i'm telling you this though i knew the bible inside out but my life the ministry was a burden until the holy spirit encountered me and i knew the ways of the spirit hallelujah so from that time <laughs> hallelujah i started to enter the joy of the lord anything happens anything i i started my ministry the ministry the lord gave me before that i served servants of god and then the lord gave me ministry i started it from scratch i started it from scratch only praying inside a room did not had anything did not contact any anything though oh, give me stage give me only i was praying inside the room and people started to get connect to me as per the words of the lord okay any which ways let me not go into my testimony but that is how god does he did not promise me a fixed salary i have not built a organization this is god's ministry that i am doing and uh, <coughs> he gives rewards he increases the things that he gives in our hands okay hallelujah so verse 20 uh, where we were matthew chapter 25 so uh, when you work for the lord with a selfless heart without looking for your own gain your service for god will be filled with joy and will not be burdensome okay it will be filled with joy let me cover some verses on the joy of the lord psalm 100 verse 2 let us go psalm 100 verse 2 serve the lord with gladness come before his presence with singing everyone say serve the lord with gladness okay 
let's go to first corinthians chapter 15 verse 58 58 therefore my beloved brother brethren be steadfast immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that your labor is not in vain in the lord amen your labor is never in vain your labor is never untraced by the lord he keeps a record of all that you do and your reward will come through him in jesus name colossians chapter 3 verse 23 and 24 Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 and 24 and whatever you do do it heartily as to the lord and not to men knowing that from the lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the lord christ amen the lord will what you will receive what fixed salary no you will receive reward when you study abraham god only told him leave your kindred leave your family leave your property leave your father's household and come to a land that i am showing to you he did not even show and give specific information just he gave a direction so there was no fix he did not say oh abraham i want to keep you on job and monthly i will pay you 5000 uh, 10000 dollars no he did not say that he just uh, said come and join me that's it that is how the lord will tell give things in your hands and you will think oh if i like the wicked servant we will come to that what is my gain in this thing okay <laughs> oh bye i was serving a servant of god i was driving and uh, i love him so i was serving them and this this guy was a prophet so he used we used to travel everywhere in india and um, whenever a person used to come to him with a financial problem like oh my 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 money is stuck there uh 60000 dollars is stuck there or my property is stuck there so what this guy used to tell tell those people always is okay if i pray and if you get the money how much you will give me tell me first so so th- 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 that is the that, <laughs> that is the unprofitable first he will see how much he can he can draw out of that investment and only then i will work that is how christians have become Okay <laughs> hallelujah John chapter 12 verse 26 Let's go to John let me let, let I am giving you this verses so that you can have scriptures to meditate and ponder upon upon John 12 verse 26 <clears throat> If anyone serves me let him follow me and where I am there my servant will be also If anyone serves me him my father will honor Hallelujah Don't expect any honor from men. Expect your honor from God. He will honor you. Okay. Um. So so it says, what is service? What is what is ministry? If anyone serve serves me, what he needs to do? Wherever Jesus goes, follow his footstep. Where where I am, there my servant will be. You have to be and stay at the place till the time Jesus is there. You cannot go and do your own things. You have to trust. on Jesus that day i was reading matthew's chapter 14 if you know matthew's chapter 14 the second part of that chapter <coughs> the the middle part of that chapter speaks about jesus multiplying five loaves and two fishes so i was reading that chapter uh, in the evening uh, a few, few days back in the evening and i was i was reading that the that the disciples told uh, jesus that there are around 5000 families okay 5000 men apart from the women and children so they are hungry so let us send them to the nearby villages because they they can eat something and get refreshed and jesus said how can i send them without food without giving them anything i cannot send them like that i i want to give them food but the disi- disciple said jesus are you in your right mind you don't have a penny in your bank account nor anything in your pocket where you will give them food from <laughs> Okay Jesus said okay okay what 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 do we have right now they said okay five loaves and two fishes Jesus said bring them to me and Jesus raised it up to the father and with those five loaves and two fishes he fed 5000 family that day 
and when i was reading that scripture the lord taught me raul you see what i did i did not expect anything from people but i focused on the abundance i have in my father's account and that abundance which is there in my father's account it's enough for me for my disciples and for the multitudes that will come to me and i started declaring that that was an encounter i had the holy spirit came and started speaking to me that hallelujah though jesus did not had currency notes he knew his father's account has in abundance hallelujah oh my people just smile and come on show that you are joyful i, I hallelujah <laughs> my god so yes we have to focus on the heavenly bank account there is an abundance in in abundance that i can feed the nations that is what happened with joseph hallelujah when there was a drought in the whole world the nations came to joseph for food because there was abundance in his storehouse hallelujah and the lord spoke to me through that amen but what we do is we we start expecting oh we not only not only food and money but we start expecting love from people oh this person does not loves me oh that person does not gives me attention oh my wife does not loves me she does not gives me attention my husband does not gives me attention oh my god all the attention love money whatever you need is in in the father's bosom is with your father look to him expect from him <laughs> hallelujah okay first samuel chapter 12 24 first samuel chapter 12 and verse 24 oh my god where i am in the bible first samuel <coughs> chapter 12 verse 24 Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart for consider what what great things he has done for you Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart for consider what great things he has done for you Hallelujah So I think that I posted that that serve the Lord not for what you want from him but serve the lord for what he has done for you hallelujah i am serving the lord not to not to any not because i am i cannot pay the price that jesus paid for me i cannot repay it back but what i can give to him is my life for his service that should be a attitude of a servant of god are we understanding that should be the attitude of every believer but believers today Oh I am serving the Lord but I did not got anything brother I am I am praying you know day and night that day that uh, yeah, last two months I fasted for 40 days nothing happened brother Oh brother you told me to do this I did it nothing happened I am not getting what I want <laughs> Your attitude towards God is wrong Do your service offer your service offer your bodies as living sacrifice to God holy and acceptable to him and do the service for him for what he, remember the good things there cannot be a believer if you are a believer in this meeting i i guarantee it cannot be 100% it cannot be that god has not done great things in your life you have testimonies the very testimony we have that we are alive we can sit in this meeting our families are in place we have food on our table that is the very testimony hallelujah but god has done great things but what the devil tries to do and what your mind tries to do flesh tries to do is make you focus oh god did not do anything makes you forget the goodness of god okay what hallelujah what whatever if, if, even if you are saying he has not done anything for me he has done, he has given his life for us on the cross he has paid the price and whatever i do we cannot repay it back only what i can give is 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 my life surrender my life to god for his service for his worship hallelujah that is a servant attitude ministry has to be done with that kind of a mindset this is what samuel is saying 
okay consider what great things he has done for you so serve him worship him in truth okay many people get in ministry i know because i started with a lot of people and i see those people whom i started with they are going on the ways of the enemy they want to do do ministry because they want to become like someone they want to have the car they are traveling in they want to have the stage that person is having they want 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 a lot of things then some of them are involved that if 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 they talk to you for 5 minutes they will say this is my charge i will charge you this much i will charge you that much they expect if if you if if my they they say many of the prophets many of the prophets i know i am telling it very very with very boldness because which things are not from god are not from god and i need to teach people i am a correcting apostle in the church that one of the gifts the lord gave me to bring correction in the church and that's the authority i have from the lord himself that's why i speak like that and so so many many of the prophets some people you know i know those people still under the spirit and the yoke of heaviness those 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 women those ladies in india they used to pray with me and still they are not delivered they are going here and there and one of the churches in south africa they went to and they paid 50000 rupees just to enter that church 50000 rupees were charged just to enter that church came back came back in the same way why because they went to meet a man they did not meet, went to meet god encounter god people are ready to pay amounts of money if they if they promise if they are promised that breakthrough is there they can pay a lot of money to to prophets that is what is happening oh my god but things will change in jesus name the coming season is different the coming season is not those hanky panky show shining ministries the coming season is of warriors and those who have trained themselves in the spirit only those people will be able to survive what is coming in the world in the coming days yes only those will be able to survive those show and shining ministries of the pulpit and lot of money and all those things you know praising the papa those things will fade away i i told you in long time back months back that those who have the mark of god on their heads will be preserved in the book of ezekiel it talks about that and uh, you will see pastors dying god knocking them off because the time is getting up his coming is very near that is what the lord told me on prophetic lines but that is what i am teaching today to you that what is the right way to serve god and if you if you know this and if you obey this your life will be preserved your ministry will be filled with joy amen hallelujah so we don't serve god to expect anything from god i am not serving god because i think god will make me rich that's why let me serve god there will be a loophole that the devil will use if there is a problem in my attitude in my heart there is a loophole that i have given the devil to enter my ministry and my life to destroy me but if we keep our attitude and heart right towards god serving him only for what he did for us that is a powerful statement by the way serving god for what he did for us and not for what we want from him just for what he did for us we will be on the right track always amen hallelujah so there are two things i told you when you serve the lord in this way will happen to you number one is you will start increasing number two is you will be joyful always hallelujah in jesus name i release increase for you Amen. This prophecies will come true through revelation of God's word. Prophecies will start coming through. Hallelujah. Okay, let's go ahead. <clears throat> let's go now to back to Matthew's chapter fifteen. <coughs> Matthew's chapter fifteen. <coughs> let's go back there and. read ahead that chapter Matthew chapter 15 and we will read from <clears throat> verse 24 <clears throat> now i have explained you the two servants in the beginning let me go to the third servant and let me explain his mindset and his attitude 
verse 24 then he who had received the one talent came and said lord i knew you to be a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed and i was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground look there you have what is yours in other words i knew that this talent belongs to you and when i work on the talent and i spend my time and energy if i multiply those talents you will take it back that will be not my okay it will be still yours and that's why since there was no gain and benefit for me on working on those talents i did not do anything with those talents and here is your talent back take it back i did not work on it oh my so he did not work on it because he did not find any gain or benefit from that talent <clears throat> second point very important second point he did not consider himself to be a steward to his master he wanted to be the owner of that very talent okay i will explain that to you if you did not understand he wanted to be a owner of that talent and he did not wanted to be a steward to his master the first two <clears throat> worked on that talent considering that they were stewards and that those what they have gained will go back to the master they are just managing things they are stewards but this guy wanted to become a owner owner because what did he say to the master since i know you master you will you will you will reap where you have not sowed you will take it back huh i you have given me but when i have worked on it you will take it back so you you continue to remain the owner of the talent why should i work on it i will work on something which i own and which will be under my control okay which will be under my authority rather than working on on the things that you give to me that is under your authority and doing it under your instructions i don't want to do that i want to have my own independent business i want to have my own independent ministry detached from you let me do my own things in my own ministry my anointing my this my that my people my church my oh my god when you say my i my i these two words are luciferian words that is how lucifer fell oh my god that was the wicked and unprofitable servant who does not brings any value or profit to the kingdom of god is a unprofitable servant unfortunately there are many ministries many pastors many leaders who have who have already become and the service they are offering is not to god but to feed themselves for their own glory for their own honor the, they are not doing ministry under the instruction they are not stewards and managers of god given things to them ministry is god given it's not yours anointing is god given it's not yours that is the profound thing about anointing it's god given let god control it last friday i was talking on it if you use the anointing without hearing god you will destroy yourself one day god will not take your guarantee because he is not the owner god will not share his glory with another if he does not gets all the glory in your life he will not he will not secure your life he will not secure your life few months back few months back there was a case that came up to us came up to me and they told me to pray it was a it was a muslim half muslim half hindu guy who was in the icu <clears throat> so we prayed and then they, the doctors told he will die but he did not die we prayed and he was saved so multi, after every week the doctors were saying the, the the problem is serious he will die we prayed he did not die and that very day the doctor said 2 hours he will die in the morning and the call came up and the mom did not the the mother of that of that son did not surrender completely to god any which ways but what happened is i prayed in the morning they called me in the afternoon i prayed i prayed and i asked god asked for his mercy lord keep him alive 
I saw some things in the realm of the spirit. I saw him going in the bosom of darkness. But I told Lord, please preserve him. So I asked them whether he has the gospel. They know they don't. So I asked, told God, Lord, again save his life. And I told them if he comes back to his consciousness in the ICU, call me and I will do a salvation prayer quickly. But what happened is, so God, doctor gave him two hours in the morning, and yet till afternoon I did not hear any news that he went away. But what happened in the evening? The news came that he passed away. Then the next day, I realized what had happened there is what had happened there is the the relatives and the mother brought a Muslim priest from the mosque. And in the afternoon, afternoon at three o'clock, that Muslim person, the the they brought some water from the priest or what not. They brought some water and they allowed that person in the ICU. So they went in the ICU and they poured the water in his mouth. After he drank that water, he died. Listen to me. He died after drinking that water. Now this is what happened happens when people don't want to. depend on god completely as soon as god sees that something else has come in to share his glory in a testimony god will withdraw yes it happens in india here in in our church people after going to the temple they come to me and see if they will try jesus oh let let us see if jesus can do something and after coming to me they will go to a mosque so they will go and that god will not work in their lives because they are that testimony in that testimony god will not share his glory with other gods a person will receive healing and miracle from god when god alone uh, on god alone he trusts are we understanding when the whole glory all glory will go to god in that testimony yes hallelujah amen <laughs> so God will not invest God the, this is the unprofitable servant who does not wants to work and manage the finances and the things of God but wants to be the owner of his own yes hallelujah wants to be the owner of his own things and manage his own things without depending on God and he wanted to become a owner and not a steward Point number 2 is he did not had the right knowledge and understanding about his master what he said i know you master you are a wicked master and this and that he started to tell and say all negative things about his master where you where you reap where you don't sow and all those things so he had a wrong understanding about god many people trust on themselves more than they trust on god many people trust on their abilities trust on the anointing they have more than they trust on god they keep god in the plan b or the plan c or the fourth or the fifth place they don't keep god the only god if god is not the only god in your life oh my hallelujah he cannot work in your life god only will work in your life when you give him the all the ownership surrender all to god when he becomes the owner of everything in your life that is lordship by the way where we say jesus is my lord that means he is the owner of everything in your life you have given everything in his hands and then he will start to bring breakthroughs in your life hallelujah hallelujah oh you are wonderful jesus are we understanding the third servant okay hallelujah and that is that is so point number point number 1 is what i told is he did not wanted to work on the master's talents because he did not find any gain or benefit from it point number 2 is he wanted to be the owner of things only then he will work point number 3 i told he had the wrong understanding about his master and that is what made him <coughs> wicked and unprofitable okay so let's let's uh, let's see here verse 26 verse 26 Matthew 25 verse 26 but his lord answered and said to him you wicked and lazy servant you knew that i reap where i have not sown and gather where i have not scattered seed 
so you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming i would have received back my own my my own with interest so what the master is saying if you know this about me if you think this is what i am why didn't you even deposit the money in the bank you did not have to work in that just go and deposit and i would have got, taken a interest out of my money why didn't you even do that that means that verse the revelation behind that verse is the servant was so wicked and selfish he did not at all wanted his master's kingdom to prosper he had a wicked mindset you know some people don't at all want you want you to prosper in any ways that is what his mindset was i have seen pastors as soon as they see the anointing of god flowing through someone and you know the presence of god coming they will come and become a hindrance there because they feel offended they say they are servants of jesus but you are offended because of jesus when jesus starts to work oh my god that was his mindset offended by the master did not want master's kingdom to prosper who was he not a enemy a servant in the house of the master who are the enemies of god today many servants in the house of god themselves they are the enemies who say we are servants of god but when god starts to work they are offended by the work of god they will stop the those people hallelujah okay let's go ahead verse 28 <clears throat> therefore take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents for to everyone who has more will be given and he will have abundance but from him who does not have even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth that location is hell okay this is what i want to say god does not retains selfish and unprofitable servants in his service because they bring no value to his kingdom god does not retains selfish and unprofitable servants in his service because they bring no value to his kingdom hallelujah okay i don't have time but matthew's chapter 20 when you read from verse 1 to 16 jesus speaks about another parable the parable of a master of the vineyard who goes out into the marketplace in the morning hour to hire servants hire laborers to work in his vineyards and the bible says there that he agrees with those people to pay them one one dinar what is that matthew chapter 20 what is the currency used there in the bible one penny ha huh? one penny one penny is it yeah <coughs> denarius my bible say denarius so penny or denarius whatever it is they make an agreement with the master of the vineyard and the master agrees to pay them what one denarius then in the afternoon time he again goes into the marketplace and sees some people standing just like that and he says why don't you come and work in my vineyard and whatever whatever i will feel good to give to you i will give it to you you just come and work so the second bunch of people are not promised anything they don't have a agreement that will pay them a fixed income then again he goes before the evening and again he goes and finds people and tells them come and work in my vineyard whatever is right i will pay but you come and work and the bible says when it is time for him to pay the laborers the first the last who came were brought, brought the first and he gave those people one denarius and the the first ones they were in the last in the line and them also he paid one denarius so the the first one who labored from morning they were angry with that master they said oh what injustice is this they came late and you paid them one denarius you paid us also one denarius what is that injustice the master told them did not i agree to pay you one denarius you made an agreement with me right you wanted a salary salary from me you wanted some fixed income you, you you did not trust me that i will give you the right wages so you decided your own salary for yourself 
Christians decide what they want for themselves. They don't leave it to God. God, what you want to give me? I wait for that. Oh my. Hallelujah. But these guys said, okay, whatever the master gives us, we will take. And they got one denarius. The first will be the last and the last will be the first. Hallelujah. Are you understanding the parables? Yes. Don't work with God on a fixed income. Don't say, if I work for you, I want this. That is how Jacob was. Lord, if you give me bread, if you give me water, if you take care of me, then you will be my God. You remember Genesis, Jacob's story? I think 28, Genesis 28. If you give me fixed income, I will work for you. Don't be like that. Lord, whatever you want to give me, you give me. I will continue to work for you. You will see God rewarding you beyond your expectation. Then is the verse that says in Ephesians comes true. He gives us beyond our imagination, beyond our expectation. Hallelujah. Salary is something you expect, but rewards are something beyond your expectations. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we understanding people of God? Are we blessed tonight? Hallelujah. Let us end here. Father, I want to pray. Oh Lord, thank you for speaking to us your word. Thank you for your wonderful presence, Lord. We give you the praise, honor and glory. Make us those selfless servants, Lord. We want to be that those servants who want to serve you. We want to serve you for what you have done for us, Lord. What you have done for us. And Lord, we know you will never let us in lack. You will always provide for us, Lord. Hallelujah. If there is any selfishness, any selfish motives in our hearts, uh, in our Christian life, in attitude towards you, Lord, serving you, worshipping you, and a wanting nature, all those things be removed out of the lives of your people, even as I have given them your word. In Jesus' mighty name, tonight transform their lives, Lord. We are not owners, we are servants, Lord. We are managers, we are stewards of the things that you have given to us, Lord. And I pray right now, I release, increase. Those who are, who are serving, with, serving you with the right attitude, God will increase you. Take this word from me. God will increase you and fill you with joy. When you serve the Lord with the right attitude, whatever you have, whatever ministry you have, whatever finances you have, it will increase now in Jesus' mighty name. This is not me. This is the revelation and the truth of God's word I release in your life tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you all the glory, honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray.